Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Riding the Storm Out. Well, today, David, the question that we're going to deal with is, are we becoming a third world country or are we already a third world country? Stay tuned. Well, welcome back, and thank you for being a part of our podcast this week. Of course, I'm here with David Hannon. I'm Paul Blair. I'm the senior pastor here at uh, Liberty Church in Edmond, actually legally Fairview Baptist Church, but we go by both names. And, of course, every week we want to bring you some news events, actually show you some videos, and then we'll discuss them, of course, from a biblical perspective and what we need to be aware of. And quite frankly, most of this, most pastors, mm-hmm. most people aren't aware of. Yeah. You know, we've reached a point where there's not reliable media out there, you know, the major main state media that's been around for, for decades has lost all credibility. Mm-hmm. And now we've got so much availability yeah. that a lot of times you don't know where to go for trustworthy news. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we talked about it last week. There are some sources that we have great confidence in. New American Magazine. I've worked with them for 15 years, and yeah. they are they are diligent about making sure they're accurate in their facts and fact-checking. Of course, uh, the Epoch Times, I'm very impressed mm-hmm. with. They, mm-hmm. they've, they have proven to be a trustworthy source of information. I think The Blaze, Glenn Beck, sure. uh, I think has done an ex- excellent job over the years of trying to uh, make sure they were accurate before reporting Oh, yeah, and, as well as The Daily Wire. And, and Daily Wire yeah. is another good source. So mm-hmm. there are some good sources of information, but hopefully we can maybe free up some of your time and bring some of this information together to you. So, David, first of all, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you very much. Yeah, my wife and I were sitting around uh, having coffee after breakfast yesterday, and we were just talking about the border crisis. Yeah. And uh, she showed this video that we're going to watch in just a few minutes. Um, Which country is this video? Okay. Uh, found Found it on Pinterest. And, you know, people are uploading videos, and it's shocking that after you view these videos, you're like, this is really America? Are we really a third country, a third, third, world, world. Mm-hmm. third world country? And I can't believe it because it's been, you know, fairly recent since I've been to California. I mean, I love San Francisco. Well, I did. Used to. Yeah. Used to. A beautiful city. And you can walk around and just take it all in and go <laughs> drive down Lombard Street and just go downtown and go shopping <laughs> and stuff. But, boy, not today. Not today. And so we're going to watch this video, and it's called Which Country Is This? And it's shocking and alarming of what our country looks like. So this, we're going to see a video of a third world country. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Okay, very good. Show it to to us. Let's see what we got. Music's got a little bit of an Arab Mm -hmm. taste to it. Kind of makes you believe that if you were in a... Middle Eastern country, if you've traveled abroad. No, it's not the slums of India. My goodness. Oakland, California. This in 2024. Well, you know, uh, they used to have a commercial, uh, Rice Aroni, that San Francisco treat. Oh, yeah. Now the San Francisco treat is watch where you step, right. or you'll step in a pile <laughs> of your San Francisco treat. It's amazing, David. 
our country that has been we we have been exceptional we we obviously talk about why uh, with our liberty pastors training camps america has been different but now we have seen what is nothing more than an intentional effort exactly and, and, and that's really what we've got to wrap our minds around i know this is not just some well-intentioned do-gooder whose policies don't work this is intentional Mm-hmm. If you if you are an absolute idiot, you flipped a coin over every decision. Yep. Every now and then, you're going to make the right decision. Mm-hmm. But decision after decision, we are seeing whether it be fiscal responsibility or just securing our borders mm-hmm. and what's been allowed to go on in in our major cities. It, it can't be accidental because it's happening everywhere mm-hmm. at the same time. You know. Um over the last couple of weeks, you know, we purchased a cow. We have a milking cow. It's part of our prepping to have yeah. a, a milking cow and a calf. And, you know, you look at the streets with the video and people mm-hmm. defecating in the middle of the streets. It, they have re- become basically animals because my cow, when I'm milking her sometimes, she'll relieve herself. And <laughs> sometimes they're just poop that comes down. But see, that's what the people are doing in the yeah. streets. That's yeah. not normal behavior. We're, we're, we've become animals. We have. As we have disassociated from uh, morality and being individuals created in God's image, now they want to treat... Well, one of the videos we saw, uh, I think two weeks ago, with Yuval, Noah Yuval Harari. Mm-hmm. He, he made no distinction between yes. a human being and any other animal. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we're supposed to just act like animals because we are animals. Mm-hmm. No, we're not. We actually have the ability to reason, to yes. obey, to worship. We are at a different level. And at one time in America, that was uh, recognizable that we mm-hmm. were different. Yeah, I can remember traveling to um, Israel and walking down the old Jericho Road years ago with my sons. And I think it was one of the first times that they had gone over with me. And along you know, between everybody's residence, there are walls. Yeah. And at the tops of the walls, you have uh, rounded, in the, in the rounded concrete, you have Coke bottles or bottle fragments mm-hmm. where it's jagged and deadly on top. And I remember talking with the kids, you know, 10 years ago about how this is what it is like when you're in more of a third world country. Mm-hmm. You don't have a respect for each other. Yeah. Uh, you don't have a respect for the rule of law. It's literally, you've got to guard your own territory right. every yeah. minute of the day or somebody's mm-hmm. going to break in and steal something and mm-hmm. kill you in the process. And I never thought that America would, would decline as quickly as we have. But yeah. there's a reason that we have. It's because what's coming in. Go ahead. You've got another video, I think. Oh, yeah. So let me preface. Security. This is uh, Sharon Alfonsi uh, mm-hmm. from 60 Minutes. Okay. Yeah. This, so this is... Uh, another one of those right-wing conservative <laughs> networks. Huh? Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's yeah. talking about the border crossings gotcha. from Mexico. Gotcha. Okay. Just after sunrise, we saw the first group of migrants make their way from Mexico through a gap between the 30-foot steel border fence and rocks. Ooh ducking under a bit of razor wire and into the United States. We were surprised to see the number of people coming through from China. Careful, watch. Our cameras, and at one point, this armed border patrol agent standing 25 feet away, did not deter them. 30 minutes later, a smuggler's SUV raced along the border fence and dropped another group at the same spot. And 30 minutes after that, another group. Over four days, we witnessed nearly 600 migrants, adults and children, pass through this hole and onto U.S. soil unchecked. 
With the help of a translator, we learned a little about the Chinese migrants coming through. The migrants told us they connected with smugglers, or what they call snakeheads, in Tijuana. We wondered how all of these migrants knew about this particular entryway into California. The answer was in their hands. Oh, you learned on TikTok. <laughs> we were struck by just how orderly and routine it all seemed. The migrants walked about a half mile down a dirt road and waited in line for U.S. Border Patrol to arrive. Well, of course, all of this has happened since uh, when Trump was not re-elected or wound, whatever it was that we witnessed in yeah. 2020. Yeah. One of the first things that Biden did was eliminate the Remain in Mexico policy. Yep, yep. And then you heard even, even uh, 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 what was that, 60 Minutes, which is not a conservative network. No. Uh-uh. And, you know, I kind of I watched the video a couple yeah. of times. I watched the whole video. Yeah. You know, I took portions of the video, kind of yeah. edited it down for time reasons. Yeah. But are they trying to control the narrative? Number one, they need to own up that this is actually happening because right. the American people are not dumb. They realize this is actually happening. But are they trying to control the narrative? Because who did you see cross the border? A lot of families. Sure. Yeah. But that's not and that's not re- the truth. That's no. not. I mean, Portion of the the people coming over illegally are families. However, there's a significant amount. I wish I had the data because I don't have that data. But how many of them are between age of 18 to 24 men from Afghanistan, military, Mm -hmm. China? Now, is this going to spell doom for us later on this year or or even fairly uh, soon? What would you think? (laughs) <laughs> there might be there might be an event that happens like a black swan event that we all go back gee i didn't see this coming well one thing that i thought was was accurate that they were i don't know whether they realized they were reporting or not but the fact that all of this the open door invitation is being promoted through the uh, social media oh yeah as folks from around the country realize that uh, we are not arresting there's no more remain in mexico policy it's if you get to the border we're going to welcome you in we're mm-hmm. going to provide you with all this stuff we're going to release you with on your word that you're going to come back at a future date for some court hearing 10 years which yeah which yeah. is absurd it, mm-hmm. it, it's never happening uh, but you're right, David. That video, they were intentionally showing families. Mm-hmm. And reality is there are families that are trying to get here for a better life. Sure. You, you understand that. Uh, but what they're not showing is, as you said, a significant number of military-aged males that aren't from Latin American countries or yeah. even from Mexico. You've got a significant number of males from China mm-hmm. and also that are Arab in their background. And we've seen now 11 million people come in just over the, the Biden administration. Mm-hmm. Now, let's just say that let's say that one percent of those were terrorists. So 99 percent were were just families like yeah. what we saw in that video sure. trying to get mm-hmm. into the to uh, the land of opportunity. Yeah. Well, that would be a hundred and if one percent, that's one hundred and ten thousand terrorists. If only one percent of them were terrorists. Wow. Now, let's say it was one-tenth of one percent, which is a very reasonable number because they've caught terrorists coming in. Mm -hmm. We know they're coming in. It's not like this is not – they're not aware of that. We are aware of the fact that they're coming in. But if it was one-tenth of one percent, we will have welcomed in 11,000 terrorists. Now, consider what happened in Israel just a couple of months ago with about 1,000 military personnel Mm -hmm. on a coordinated, trained event. Yeah. And we saw the mass devastation and murder. Mm-hmm. So what would happen? Let's just say that let's just say there was only um, one tenth of one tenth of one percent. Say there were only uh, a thousand yeah. 
radicalized, trained military terrorists, Chinese, Arab, whatever the background is. Think of what kind of damage that we're doing. And, or the we are open for that kind of attack. Oh, sure. And they're getting jobs on the inside. Yep. Uh, within our government, within our, our security. And this is only going to spell chaos or doom for us if we allow so many people into our country illegally and give them access to information that they really shouldn't be given access to, to control our daily lives. Well, the reality is anybody that's watching this and may be kind-hearted as we all are kind-hearted, we, sure. we want to do good to other people. Sure. But we also want to do good to our own families and to our own country. Mm-hmm. If you lock your car doors when you go into the store, then you believe in border security. Mm-hmm. If you lock your front door at night or actually at all, then you too believe in border security. Mm-hmm. And it's not that we don't care about those on the outside, but it's because we love those that are on the inside. Sure. That's the reason we lock doors. Yeah. You know, people can have access to come over and visit. Let's just say, let's just talk about border security, my house. If you call, say, you know, Brother Paul, want to come over and see you, need to bring something by, great, David, here's the code to the neighborhood, come on in. Mm-hmm. You knock on the door, I go, I control the access. Exactly. I know who's coming in, mm-hmm. I know why they're coming in, and I know when they're leaving. Mm-hmm. Of course, family is family. My children come over, they can come in and out because it's their home too. Sure. That's really what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the responsibility of the federal government. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be securing our borders. Not the fact that we don't like people that aren't Americans, but the fact that their first obligation is to secure the unalienable liberties, unalienable rights that we have, yeah. and to secure the American citizens. Mm-hmm. So just allowing people to come in unfettered is insane. Nobody believes in that. Sure. And then my heart goes out to the people who have waited in line, yeah, who have waited right a few years mm-hmm. and try to do it the right way, or even deny, just because there might have been a blemish on their record. But then you have people that are just pouring over illegally. That's not right. And my heart goes out to the people who do it right. You know, I have a driver's license. Mm-hmm. I studied for a test. Mm-hmm. I practiced my driving skills. I did it the right way. And I was awarded the privilege to be able to drive a vehicle. That's what life is about, is going through those steps so you can grant yourself those privileges. And now we're just handing it out like, oh, so you came over here illegally. Okay, so here's a prepaid visa card so you can just yeah. go out. Now they think that that's going to solve the world's problems because it's going to go right back into the economy. Okay, that's a conversation for another day because we're talking about border. But I mean, it's just like handing over prepaid cards because that is the next video we're going to watch. It's, it's insanity. They're, they're incentivizing it. They're, 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 they're creating opportunities yeah. to allow people to actually do this. And to think that this is the only place in California that this is happening, as well as the other border states, give me a break. It's happening all over the place. And, and you mentioned you used the illustration of a driver's license. Mm-hmm. What would happen if a police officer pulled you over, David, and your driver's license was expired, or perhaps you didn't have one at all? Well, that would be a violation of our city ordinance and mm-hmm. be against the law, against state law. You would have to go to court, and you'd probably pay a fine yep. because you weren't doing it legally and lawfully. Mm-hmm. The same thing with immigration. Yeah. There's a legal and lawful way. And your heart break For anybody that really wants and to come And when did that become just, hate speech? No, it's not. It's obviously not hate yeah. speech. But that, that's the defense now. Yeah. If they disagree with you, they just scold you and say you're a bigot yeah. and you're a hater. It's not true. First of all, uh, in fact, we'll just briefly talk on this before we go to the next video. Understand from a biblical perspective, from a biblical worldview, there are four different realms of government. Mm -hmm. It begins with self-government. 
I'm responsibility for certain yeah. fit and decisions about myself. Uh, I, most important is whether I choose to trust Christ or mm-hmm. not. I've got to decide whether I'm going to have a healthy diet or not, whether I'm going to take vitamin C or not. That's mm-hmm. self-government. Then you've got family government. Moms and dads are supposed to, to uh, be responsible for their children and raising their children in the nurture mm-hmm. and admonition of the Lord. And in those two realms, as an individual, I want to lock my front door when I go to sleep at night because mm-hmm. I don't want to have a burglar just walk in and hold a gun to my head. Uh, as a father, I want to lock the door. I want to make sure there's a fence around my yard so when my sure. kids were small and they went out to play, I didn't have to worry about them wandering off or somebody just snagging mm-hmm. one of them. Then there's church government. There's a responsibility for the church, and one of the responsibilities for the church is taking care of the hungry and the poor. That's where these mercy ministries fall Mm -hmm. in. Then there's the federal government. It's not the federal government's job to be in the church government. It's up to me as an individual Christian and our church to reach down there to the border and minister to some of those families if the Lord leads us in that direction. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's the federal government's responsibility, and then because they're AWOL, it's the state government's responsibility to secure the borders of their state Mm -hmm. and make sure people aren't just walking in endangering the lives of their citizens. So all of these realms of government have different realms of responsibility. You've got to put the proper responsibility in the proper category. So yes, we are concerned as an individual Christian, as a church, we're concerned about these that have legitimate needs. Mm -hmm. But the federal government doesn't have the responsibility of charity. That's the church. That's the individual. The federal government's responsibility is to secure our rights and protect mm-hmm. us yep. from outsiders because we don't know who's coming in, as yeah. we've talked about already. Oh, yeah. All right. what's, okay. what, what's the next thing? Okay, next video is uh, Greg Abbott on okay. New York City uh, being set to offer prepaid uh, credit cards to migrants. Oh, that's going to help. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me get your take on what's going on in New York. We understand now New York is going to be spending $53 million uh, to come up with prepaid credit cards for the illegal migrants. Uh, What do you think is behind this? Why do they need prepaid credit cards? Uh, It it sounds like insanity is behind it because it it really is is offensive. It may be the most reprehensible thing that I've seen take place over the past 48 hours when when you see police officers in New York City being beaten by illegal immigrants uh, in this country who should not be in the country in the first place. Uh, And then after they engage in this crime against a law law enforcement officer, they are let loose back out onto the streets. What's going on in New York is outrageous, and Americans across the entire country are angry, not just about what's going on in New York, but the underlying cause for it, which is Joe Biden's open border policies. well, there's a lot to talk about there. I'm, I'm glad that Abbott has finally stood up and done the right thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, initially, David, when they were uh, putting people on buses, the first time that happened, you kind of chuckled at it. Yeah. But the reality is of it, that wasn't the right thing to do. That was a great photo op and PR oh, yeah. for Abbott. Yeah. Uh, but once those people are allowed, once, once illegals are allowed inside the country, then they can travel freely. Mm-hmm. And if you take them and drop them off in New York City, they're still inside the country illegally. Yeah. And again, we go back to these numbers, 11 million of them now. Yeah. If only 1% were terrorists, that's 110,000. Mm-hmm. So once they're inside the, the border of our country, then they have access to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. He finally is doing the right thing. If yeah. the federal government is AWOL, 
then it's his responsibility. In fact, quite, quite frankly, it's his responsibility in the first place to make mm-hmm. sure that his state borders are protected. Yeah. So I'm glad that he's finally getting there. Mm-hmm. But I've got some ideas. What, you got some comments about that before we, before we well, discuss it anymore? So the thing is, is what kind of drain is this going to put continually on our finances? Mm-hmm. And also, you know, just for the taxpayer, sure. what is going to happen? Uh it just it makes you upset because when you do things the right way, you pay your taxes, yep. you 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 take care of your business, and you do things right, and you see bad behavior awarded, improper behavior awarded, then there's there's chaos. Mm-hmm. How do you maintain order in a society where you have no order? It's it's disorder. And so what we need to do is is we need to continue to elect governors and officials and people in our representative and our Senate that represent us yeah. and, and that we believe believe like we do or run for your school board. What can what can I do as just a church member to bring significant change about in my community? And I think if we changed our community and it changed our cities and towns and it had a rippling mm-hmm. effect, it could go all the way to Washington, D.C., but we're talking about a major reset because the the terrible thing that happens is is someone will talk about what a great person they are. I'm a great Christian mm-hmm. man, but as soon as I get into the government, like uh, Senator Langford, you're talking about, <laughs> yeah, I know, and that kills. Uh, yeah, it does. I've I've it's known him for a long time, and I've liked him. Sadly, since he's gotten to D.C., he's done a number of things that I have not agreed with, and this border deal is at the very top. You know, when you look at the list of senators that oppose it, that it's a who's who of consistent mm-hmm. conservative that stand for biblical values that are all in opposition to this. Mm-hmm. So what's behind him? Uh, now, I, I can only speculate. Now, you referenced a new bill that's coming up about the bill uh, yep. about the border, right? Yep, that's right. Okay, that's right. So I have not read it, mm-hmm. but I've heard there's a significant amount of the bill that actually mentions a country, a small country that's being attacked by a big country. Yep. And a lot of money is going to Ukraine. <laughs> Ukraine. Exactly. It's holding yeah. the hijack for that. Yeah. And and but on the so yes, I agree. This is another effort to smokescreen the people mm-hmm. and raise money and send it to Ukraine. We know that that's We're making there. a lot of millionaires plus, out there. Plus, with this uh, new bill, you can legally allow in about 1.8 million people a year uh, through the border, and mm-hmm. basically what they're doing is they're just not calling it illegal anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, up, up to 1.8 million, we're just making that okay. And we mm-hmm. still, we're doing it the exact same way we're doing now, yeah. but we're just not going to call that against the law. Mm-hmm. Now, there is not a single other country on the planet that has border security the way we do right now. Every other country, whether you're moving to Australia, whether you're going to to, to uh, Switzerland or any or any of the Latin American countries, mm-hmm. they there are some countries they don't want migration. I've got a brother-in-law that's down in a Latin American country, and he's trying to get dual citizenship. I'm telling you what, it is a bear for him to get dual citizenship back there. In fact, he has to, mm. he has to be he's, – he's already uh, gone in legally, but he's got to be there 11 months without leaving the country, stay there for 11 straight months before they will grant him this. So you've got to mm-hmm. do back handsprings in most countries to be allowed in for any significant length of time. Sure. And then if you want to become a citizen of that country, it's real work. Yeah. Only in America do we have this ans- insanity. And, and let me tell you what, you know, because we've talked about the black swan events. Yeah. We've talked about the World Economic Forum. Of course, there's a video that they came out with very early on during the COVID talking about their goals by 2030. Oh, and yeah. they said climate's going to force mass migration. Oh, yeah. 
First of all, yeah. bull, we've already talked about that time and time again, and we'll continue to. There is no such thing as global climate change caused by man. Climate always fluctuates. It's based upon solar activity. Mm-hmm. has nothing to do with our SUVs or jet airplanes. Oh, yeah. It's just a bunch of bunk. See, even today, um, a, a, a new... Um I don't know if it's an article. Forgive me. Because yeah. we get a hold of news so quickly. Mm-hmm. UN says melting Arctic ice is a key indicator of climate change. Yep. But it's not, it's not melting. melting. No, that's right. That's <laughs> so we'll have to talk about well, that soon. You know, one yeah. thing you mentioned was it's, uh, it's how, how important it is to be involved locally. And I oh, yeah. agree with that. Yeah. The answer is not in D.C. I mean, look at the James Lankford deal. Oh, right yeah. now. He's supposedly a conservative, supposedly a Christian, supposedly a Republican. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, I'm not sure what he is. Mm-hmm. But uh, D.C., most of D.C. has been compromised. There's either mm-hmm. They are either blackmailed or they've been bribed, or they've been threatened and intimidated. Mm-hmm. And I mean threats where if you don't do what we what we say, we're going to kill your family, that kind yep. of stuff. It yeah. really goes on, mm-hmm. and everything inside the Beltway is basically uh, – our help is not going to come from there, just no. as we've seen no. in Texas yep. right yep. now. It's Texas itself with other states standing up to secure the border. Mm-hmm. So we have got to focus more on those county races – the state races, state legislature, and gubernatorial races, and even there, it's a it's a fist fight oh, because yeah. our side is always underfunded, and the other mm-hmm. side always has oh, max yeah. money and yep. the media and everything behind yep. it. But he, but here's where I think we're going with this, David. And let me put a little bit of big, biblical twist on this: is that when you look back historically and you see when Assyria conquered the Northern Kingdom, mm-hmm. uh, 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 seven seventy excuse me seven twenty two BC, the Northern Kingdom fell, and what did they do? Well, they diluted the population. Mm-hmm. They took Jews and moved them to other parts of the empire. Yeah. And they brought others and brought them into what was the northern ten tribes mm-hmm. uh, geographically. Well, why is that? Well, uh, people will not resist against tyranny or, unless they have something to resist from or for. And when you have a common heritage and you have a common history, then that means you've got a common identity and you take pride in your national history Mm -hmm. and therefore you want to secure it and defend it. But that was part of the reason for that dilution. When you have a common language and a common faith, then you have community. Well, that's the reason they did that. They took the northern kingdom out. They brought in folks from all around the world. You had diluted uh, pagan uh, hybrids. You had mixed languages. Uh, Of course, there was no uh, history among the Jewish people. And, of course, the Jewish people, every year in their feasts, they would relive their history to teach the children who Mm -hmm. their God was about their history and why they are who they were and why they should do what they did. Mm -hmm. Well, we're doing the same thing here. We don't have a history anymore. Nope. And, of course, we, we had always had a common language. And quite frankly, you go back to 1776, we had a common religion. Mm-hmm. We were built on the Judeo-Christian biblical worldview. That's what the laws of nature and nature's God means. Mm-hmm. Well, now we've gutted that. We don't even have a common language anymore. I mean, I can walk down somewhere in Oklahoma City and walk into a <laughs> store and speaking English and not be able to do business there yeah. because that's no longer important. But now we also don't have a common history. You know, mm-hmm. those of us that have grown up in Oklahoma have a certain amount of state pride. Or if you've grown up as an American, you used to be taught the greatness of America. So we had something to fight for because sure. we recognize what an exceptional country this oh, yeah. has been. Not perfect, but exceptional. But they're diluting. Yep. And then, of course, once they get here, we're forced to start recognizing Cinco de Mayo and every other uh, global oh, holiday. Yeah. Yeah. We are becoming less and less American and more and more global 
exactly. and that's the goal. They that want is. global government. They want to do away with states, yeah. our, our nation states, and the biggest roadblock to globalism has always been the United States of America. Yep. And that's yep. why we're the focus of their and Let me ask you this question. I know yep. we're running out of time. The the indicators mm-hmm. are that is, Trump is going to be the next. Overwhelmingly. Yep. Yeah, overwhelmingly. But will he? That's what we need to talk about maybe next we're time. I'm kind of curious what our audience thinks about that. We're going to keep talking about it. Yeah. And my thought is I think the globalists have pushed all their chips into the center of the table. Yes, they have. I don't think they can afford to lose. Now, nope. here's the thing. I think they're losing right now. Mm-hmm. We have awakened. People are aware of the great reset oh, yeah. that's going on. We're, we're, we're tired of the nonsense. Thank you to all these governors that are now standing up sure, to the yeah. abuse from the federal government. But I do have concerns, and we'll talk about it next time. If yep. it looks like they can't steal the next election like they stole the last mm-hmm. one, then I, you know, we very well could find ourselves in the They tried to do it running. when Hillary was running. Yep. No, yeah, they did. They, they just got, didn't go all in. They get better at it. <laughs> Well, does that wrap us up for this yep. week? Oh, yeah. We'll continue this conversation. In yep. fact, we'll talk more. We're, we're talking on the topic of, of expecting the unexpected, the Black Swan event. Mm-hmm. So we'll pick up there next time. Well, until then, thank you for joining us for this week's edition of Riding the Storm Out. And until next time, may God bless you. Oh.